As I was praying with the readings this week in preparation for today, when Jesus said, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up again. Those words struck me deeply. And then it says, he was referring to the temple of his body. Notice the shift that Jesus is inviting us to make in this lesson on worship. The shift from stone to flesh from a temple building to his own body. What is Jesus revealing? We have to be careful here. He's not revealing that God wants to do away with the temple or with any places of worship. That is not what's being revealed. But what is being taught is that true worship must always begin first with this temple and always begin with the heart. And Jesus is now the one who embodies the worship that the Heavenly Father is seeking. And this is why he will say to the Samaritan woman at the well, which is further into this gospel, the Father is seeking those who worship him in spirit and in truth. St. Paul understood what Jesus was teaching, and he understood how this translates from Christ into his body, the church. And so he said to those Christians at Corinth, do you not know that your bodies are temples and the Spirit of God dwells in you? You do not belong to yourself then, you have been bought with a price. And he ends by saying, glorify God in your bodies. We glorify God in our bodies whenever we worship Him in spirit and in truth. From the heart, and we further glorify God with our bodies when we express the fruit of worship in the relationships between ourselves and each other, when we express the love and the mercy of God to each other. This is why not this temple, but this temple often needs to be cleansed. If we are going to glorify God with our bodies,
This temple will need to be cleansed and cleansed and cleansed again. We are now going to put into practice what we have just heard. We are going to pray for the grace right now to offer to God the Father a worship in spirit and in truth. And a worship that opens us to further cleansing if that is needed. At this moment, each of us is now alone with God in the inner sanctuary of our hearts. Even though we worship together, no one can worship for us. And we are going to now retire into the sanctuary of this temple and offer on the altar of our heart a sacrifice. We're going to exercise the grace of our baptism as God's priestly people. We're going to offer sacrifice. And any cleansing of this temple, of course, must always begin with a humble, contrite heart. Psalm 51. O God, my sacrifice is a humble, contrite heart. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. As we did in the beginning of Mass, Lord, show us mercy for the sins of thought, the sins of our tongue, for what we have done and what we have failed to do. Come, Lord Jesus, and cleanse this temple from any pride, any anger, any jealousy or envy, any greed or avarice, any slothfulness, lust, or gluttony. Cleanse us, O God. And then we move into another sacrifice that we find again in the Psalms. My sacrifice is a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. This is what cleanse, this cleanses this temple from idols and from attachments to the things of this world. As we again right now on this altar of our heart offer to God praise and thanksgiving, we remember that our life is a gift and everything in it. And we offer it again back to God and receive it anew to glorify God and to build up the kingdom. And lastly, the most pleasing sacrifice according to Scripture is the sacrifice of obedience. 
In fact, Scripture says this is greater than all other sacrifices. And so we want to pray for the grace to leave here today with a heart that is ready, open, to be obedient to God. And especially in the area of mercy and sacrificial love, which are the fruits of true worship and the sign that our worship is authentic. When we hear the cry of the poor, when we share our bread with the hungry, when we help to release captives and those in bondage, when we take care of the orphan and the widow, when we forgive each other as God forgives us, when we seek and show mercy to sinners, when we bear the burdens of the weak and so many other expressions of mercy and love. This temple, yes, sometimes it can be harmed and gradually destroyed by sin. But what did Jesus say? Destroy this temple and I will raise it up. Let us always remember this, that no matter how much sin has harmed this temple, Jesus can rebuild it. He can raise it up again. He can cleanse and renew it so that you and I can leave this church today glorifying God in our bodies. Amen.